this week on the Brody and Mo In-Law Show. It's been a little distraction for me from sports, I guess, is trying to chase a toddler out of the toilet. I don't know enough about hockey. I don't know enough about the franchise, but this is your realm. The impression that I got is that he's just disappointed that they still have hockey in the, in the, in the desert. State Farm Stadium, where people are showing up midway through the first quarter and leaving in the third. <laughs> Yo, tech, tech deck, check. Tech deck. <laughs> deck. Oh no. <laughs> uh, remember tech deck? Maybe that's what we need to talk about is what toys would be obsolete now? None. None toys. Every toy will make a comeback. Yeah, that, okay. Everyone come, makes a comeback. Okay, how about this? Which toy would you hope makes the most prominent comeback like which toy Pogs. do you remember better Pogs. than everything Pogs. Oh, i remember getting in a fight go in in elementary school over pogs a hundred percent if you didn't get in a fight over pogs you were doing it wrong <laughs> it was literally called the slammer like slammers and and oh man pogs you remember did you have a favorite pog I, I had a favorite I pog. I did have a diff- i had a favorite pog i don't remember much about it i just remember liking the pog i had I had, I had one that was an eight ball with a flame on oh, it, yeah. which I did not think was cool, but everybody in school thought it was super cool, so it became my favorite. Uh, right. And I would, ne- I would never put you that never one up in a, in a keeper's match, ever. Never played it? No, you don't ever play that one. Oh. But I did also get like, a, did you have like the tube? Oh, yeah. Them oh, in? of course. Like a Pringles can. But it was Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, Pogs! What a what a game! I I remember yo-yos being quite the thing for a while too. I, I could bring back a yo-yo. I, we've we've seen the video of competitive y- yo yoing yo 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 yoing yeah yoing yo. And it it seems that it has not gone anywhere. It re- it remains okay. A so I, so we're not counting that as bringing it back. I don't think you can bring back something that, that is never left. It might be on life support, but it's still here. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll think about that. The only other thing I can think of from that time frame is like Tamaguchis, Tamagotchis. Is that how you say? I forget how you say the word pocket pets. Yeah. Like, okay. So the pocket pet thing, Tamaguchis, Tamagotchis. Tamagotchi. I think that's No, I think the ultimate one is, and I don't know if you would count this, but an N64. I I had more fun on an N64 than probably pogs or card games or any of that i man i loved the n64 i I probably would still love it i played even in college we got we got a hold of one at at a a game stops game stops here (laughs) here uh you know and we we played super smash bros for like hours probably why i ended up making my fourth year a fifth year in college <laughs> 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 it was because of super smash bros <laughs> for being honest do you do you recall how 
insane the shape of the Nintendo 64 controller yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. How it makes absolutely no, no biometric sense. sense. No sense at all. To design a thing in that particular Not shape. Not only they made it in that shape, but they made it big, right? Oh, they made it big. Yeah, so it wasn't yeah. even like awkward to hold. It was awkward to hold because it didn't fit in your hands, and yet you also couldn't put it down. So somehow not designed for humans and i i don't ever remember using the far right part of it the far left part of it excuse me the far left no i only use no, the joystick in the middle the and, the, on and the Ex- and the exactly trigger. you never used a d-pad in a nintendo 64 game. what kind of fool because you would literally have to let go of your grip on the the, the big honking middle section right. and go over to this superfluous vestigial organ that was the left side of the controller. The left side of the controller was the gallbladder of, uh, of, yes. of no, Wait, the, the, appendix, gallbladder, the appendix. Gallbladders, it was appendix, the appendix yes. of all video games. Like At one point it served a purpose, but we're, it's been so long that we don't even know what it is. We have no idea. And, and it's, get it out it's of here. now evolved into serving a purpose again, but it looks completely different. <laughs> you pick up like a... <laughs> I don't. What do I even have? I have a Switch. You pick up the Nintendo Switch controller. Totally different. There's no wasted space on that bad yeah. boy. I haven't. I, ha- I don't have a useful. Switch. I don't have any video game paraphernalia in my house, and I think it's because I would be addicted and I would never get anything done. So it's probably you for do. the best that I don't have that temptation. I guess that's a smart, smart move on your part. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. I thought about it for a long time, and then Chelsea was like, "No, because that's all you'll do." And I'm like, "Dang, you're right. That's you're absolutely right. That's all I would do." Well, now you have to get one and prove her wrong. <laughs> so, switch. Should I get a switch? Or I think you should get a switch. Okay. I like I like Nintendo products because, like, I'm not gonna go play every new game that comes out. Oh. Uh, I want to play a very small subset of video games. And that's it. Okay. Just like these are mine and I already know I like them and I'm going to stay with them. Exactly. These are, these are my, they they hit the nostalgia itch for me. Got it. They're also not too complicated. Video games are so complicated. I agree with that. They're way too complicated. Like. I want simple escapism and the ability to hit a soccer ball with a rocket car. (laughs) Is that too much what to else ask? do you even Come need? On. Is that too much to ask? Elon Musk, we're asking for this, all right? Stop <laughs> spending cars into the moon. We want to hit him with a soccer ball, okay? I don't know what you're doing, man. We haven't even introed the episode yet, Mo. We're off the rockers here. I know. Welcome to season two of the Brody and Mo in-law show. The game stops here. A tale of free agency. Uh, I am Mo. By the way, I'm you also I'm Mo. I'm Brody, and you came up with the best. I, I I've been reflecting on this all week. That was the best. That's the best tagline. You get the gold star, man. That was a joint effort, without a doubt. I listen, I, no, but if you go back and listen to the episode, you came up with a hefty part of it. I think I came I never up with. Go back and listen to the episodes. Brody. I think I, once it's done, I never listen. To <laughs> you have to leave the past in the past. <laughs> I have no idea what is said on this show. I've never heard it. I'm unfamiliar with. Once it. you leave your little box, it's over, right? Like that's the end. There's it no. Is. I click. I click end, and we post it as is. No editing. And you and I. And you and I don't talk during the week, so it's just whatever <laughs> we bring up. This is it. <laughs> once a week, we talk to each other, and this is what we. <laughs> come out with and we share it with the world uh that, that that last part isn't as much in jest as 
we made it out to be because you and I were doing some some pre-production on this here episode yeah. and realized that the most prominent sporting event that we as self-proclaimed sports experts and podcasters could come up with for the week was the fact that it is the 25th anniversary of the the fictional <laughs> Waterbury <laughs> Open won, of course, on the last hole by Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore over Shooter McGavin. So happy anniversary to Happy Gilmore. Green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a <laughs> Happy Gilmore. <laughs> You're bringing the bleep button back. <laughs> it's been a while since that's we've just, used That's it. just a direct quote from the film. <laughs> that is not my words. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that's... Uh, I know it's it's weird, Mo, as a dad, how obviously priorities change and how I, sports are just a secondary tertiary thing. You know, like I was watching the hockey game and, and you know, you're kind of going in and out and in and out of it. When when I was single, it was all sports all the time. Not maybe not single, but when I before I was a dad, right? Like. That's what it was. But then you have a kid and you're like, man, I want to spend time with my kid. Your your focus and your priorities change pretty drastically, and you were telling me that you are in a phase with Sadie now where not only do you personally need to change your priorities, but she is aggressively changing your priorities on your behalf, whether you want them to change or not. She's letting you know where you should be focusing your attention. Right, and so Sadie has now gotten to the point of, we call her your highness because she now tells us when we can eat. And when we can use the restroom and when we can breathe and just general living. So like she's like lately it's dad, dad, watch. And so you have to watch her do her trick. And she like jumps and spins in the air. She does like a she's attempting a 360, but she really only gets about 90 degrees. But she's getting she's getting there. Dad, dad, watch. And it's like, sweetie, I have done nothing but watch you for two and a half years. I, I can't like focus any more on you than what I'm currently doing. Okay. Dad, dad watch. I, I am. Okay. Why are you yelling at me? I, I'm here. I, I'm your guy. Like, <laughs> you know? Um, so we're in the dad, dad watch. She did do something today that kind of freaked me out. Like, but no, not freaked me out. That's not the right word, but took me by surprise. So we've been really trying this potty training, right? We've been we've been going on it and, and, and she's doing a lot better now than when we first started. She's doing really well. But it's like, okay, Dada has to go to the bathroom and then we'll, you know, we'll go to the park. <laughs> it's like, Dada, do you need help? <laughs> no, sweetie, I am. Dada, I help you. And she grabbed my hand and led me to the bathroom. It's like, this is a toilet. You're like, thanks, sweetie, but I, I it's going to make life a lot easier if you go in the other room now. <laughs> please, please, just, I got it from here. You, you've pointed me in the right direction. You've got me to where I needed to go. You've got me to the toilet. This is the part where you leave. <laughs> I, I would say that that's indicative that your training is taking, though, right? She's doing the exact thing you want her to do, just not, maybe not for herself, it's, it's, for other people. Exactly. Like, something is... is sticking in her brain that you know have to go to the bathroom or have to go potty means we go to the toilet and and you know when we do our thing she just doesn't know that like when dada says i have to go to the bathroom i don't need company when sadie goes to the bathroom you need company because you're still putting the pieces of the puzzle together so (laughs) you know that that's been a 
been a little distraction for me from sports, I guess, is trying to chase a toddler out of the toilet. As literally not even having enough time to yourself to use the facilities. Yeah, apparently those are now team activities in our house. We're, <laughs> it's a team sport, bathroom, bathroom yeah, I was going to say, does that actually make it a sporting event in and of itself? There are so times... You're not, focused, you're not focused on the traditional sports we're, as the rest of the world in America might see them, but you are kind of creating your own unique and slightly disgusting sport. It, it has spectators. Um, they're yeah. very expensive. Uh, and, and in the end, you end up uh, disappointed that they were there. So it's an Arizona <laughs> sporting event is what this is. <laughs> like, <laughs> It almost, it almost really did hit the criteria that we I mean, set in season one for what a sporting event is. I think the only thing missing was we talked about it needing some kind of competitive, like competitive edge. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think, and I don't want you to come up with something competitive <laughs> in this particular arena. No, I would prefer n- no competition here. No, there's no contest in 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 bathroom going. It's just. <laughs> dad goes to the bathroom when he has to go to the bathroom and Sadie and Dada does not need help. Sadie thinks he does. Sadie definitely needs help but thinks she doesn't. So it's been a, it's a vicious cycle. She's doing better. Mm-hmm. She's doing she's doing really good potty training. So I I I got to give her credit. Good. Not 100%. It should be a team sport when she's, you know, having to go, but when 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 dad dad needs to go, it's 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 a solo activity. not entirely true that we didn't talk about anything sports related this week i i tagged you in an article from my who is my all-time favorite uh sports media and reporting website defector yeah i don't know if you're familiar much with defector and how they came about what their story is they don't they don't sponsor us so no no, they don't. But I I do sponsor them. Oh, okay, all right. So okay. it's kind of I'm a in. reverse. This is a reverse pitch. I'm in. So I tagged you in an article by Defector Media, talking about how the Coyotes are a, a garbage fire dumpster of a franchise that makes every other bad franchise look good. And and one of one of our, I assume he's a listener. He may very well not be. Sh- shares a first name with with a current coyote player uh has buried his proverbial ostrich head in the sand and will not even read the article so frustrated won't even read it hey do you i've i've got another friend who's a like huge decades-long stalwart coyotes fan agrees wholeheartedly with everything in the article and is also not a clayton keller fan whatsoever thinks they overpaid for him that he's overrated and that even if they wanted to move him at this point for being bad, no one in the NHL would take a flyer on him. Just kind of like shares our dour outlook on all things Arizona sports, but it's all funneled into the Coyotes. Agrees with everything in that article. I'm not going to summarize the article here, mostly because there's a paywall on it and people should pay to actually read that because people work hard at other sports 
news stations and should get money for it. But you read it. I read it. Thoughts. Do you agree with it? Do you think the coyotes are the dumpster fire that they made them out to be in that article? Because they came down pretty hard, especially for a franchise that shares a state with like the Diamondbacks and the the long-suffering Cardinals. To come at the Coyotes seem like... I don't know enough about hockey. I don't know enough about the franchise, but this is your realm. The impression that I got is that he's just disappointed that they still have hockey in the in the in the desert, right? Like there's just the 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 market is not holding up its end of the deal, and that people don't want hockey in the desert. And I don't know that that that's fair, right? Like I think that hockey would work in the desert. Um, there's definitely been, especially as of lately. Very, very bad. They made a very, very bad hire in John Chica. Okay. And it, at the time, he was the youngest GM in all major sports. And it showed. He made some very poor decisions. He made some very poor. Uh, he trusted in some, I think, some really poor people that, that ended up hurting him. And he cost the, the Coyotes a lot of draft picks. They cost them some 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 other cap issues. Um, they drafted a they did a very poor job in the draft, okay, um, and drafted a guy who had a long history of very of saying some very bad things that they should not have drafted, um, and that's why he fell so far. This kid because everybody knew that that was his background, and yet still the Coyotes still took a flyer on him, which I I just told you know I disagree with. They shouldn't have. He shouldn't have been drafted. So you've lost not only your precious draft picks, but you lost it on your one guy that you could really mm. draft high. So a lot of it is self-inflicted wounds with uh, with poor management from previous years and poor... Uh, uh, I'm going to go with poor management and poor ownership, right? Um, a lot of people are, are buying in, you know, bought into sports... And enter into in it to make money and, and weren't doing it earlier. I think that he's wrong about Alex Morello. I think he's a good owner. I think he's made some great hires with their new GMs and their new CEOs. So I'm I'm gonna disagree with him on that. I think Alex Morello has been a really good uh, owner of the team. He's this year everybody every sports team is gonna lose money. So I, I'm not gonna buy into that. Every every sports team is gonna lose money. Maybe the NFL will because NFL is still dominant sport in Arizona and in America. But um again back with Chica, he he paid Keller, right? And and I think Keller is overpaid. Uh he hasn't lived up to the hype that he was supposed to. But I'm gonna also as the eternal optimist on the coyotes, um they've got Keller on a good line now. He is really bringing it on lately. They've got him on a line with uh with, I think today he was with Garland and um, and Nick Schmaltz, and they're like, dude, they're moving the puck really well. They, I mean, they made the Blues look a little silly. I mean, we're talking about the St. Louis Blues look silly uh, with that line. So I think they've got him in a good pairing that that's going to feed off of each other. But he also signed Connor Garland. Connor Garland's making eight hundred thousand dollars this year. That's a lot of money to the layman folks, but in the sports world, that's nothing. And he is an elite player right now. I mean, he is playing out of his mind. So you got to take a little bit of the good with the bad too. Um, I, they're stuck with Keller for another few years. 
nobody's going to want to take on his contract for what he's been able to produce. So I, I get that. Um, that's painting with an awfully big brush that they're just the bottom, the worst of the worst of all sports media. Um, I, I think history has shown that they are. They're, they're not great. They haven't made it to a Stanley Cup final yet. They haven't um, been perpetual playoff proponents, but the eternal optimist is that they're still moving things and they're still, they're still trying and they're still uh, working really hard. And I think hockey does belong in the desert and, and it can work. It's just fans in Arizona are fair weather fans. When the team wins, they'll rally behind you full force. When you're losing, they drop out. And we even see that with even as dominant of a sport as NFL with, with the Cardinals. When the Cardinals aren't winning, nobody's going to games. When the Suns aren't winning, nobody's going to games. When the Coyotes aren't winning, they're not going to games. So um, I think if they can get some wins together, they can get some points together and make a push, you're, you're, you're looking at a bigger fan base. What, what franchise would you put underneath the Coyotes as the bottom of the barrel? The obvious answer is the Browns, right? The Cleveland Browns are the obvious answer here of... Or Cincinnati. Just garbage franchise. Cincinnati, Ohio, the state of Ohio. Yeah, the state of Ohio, maybe. <laughs> I mean, they have Ohio State Buckeyes, which apparently win everything I'm also. I'm familiar which with is that dumb. program. Never oh, heard okay. of them. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know much about that uh, school or, or Can't comment group. on that. Yeah, I don't know enough about hockey, and I don't know enough about this team. The things that you're saying are almost identical to what I've heard my other friends who care about hockey and the Coyotes in particular, you're echoing their sentiments about this. It just feels like a stretch when you've got the Jacksonville Jaguars hanging out there to say that the Coyotes are the franchise that makes everybody feel good about themselves. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm... Like, Mark uh, Sanchez was yeah. the quarterback of the Jets for more than one year. Yeah, so, right. So, Rex uh, Ryan was your I, head coach. Let's 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 uh, to say that they're the worst. I mean, they've been they've been pretty rough. It's been rough on the Coyotes for a few years. I, I got to give them give them credit. Even during COVID, they they made the playoffs last year. I mean, it was an expanded year, but they also won a, a series. So it proved that they belong. Right. Um, they made some good moves. They've made a lot of bad moves and it's going to be an uphill battle for a few a few years, so I, I won't discredit that part of it. Um, think about the Chargers. The Chargers were bad for a lot of years as well. Um, haven't won anything of late. Um, in the NHL, Ottawa is has been really bad for a lot of years. The Senators have not been very good. So you've got other teams out there. Buffalo has been. I mean, the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, well, that's that. I'm digging a little deep. Detroit yeah. Red Wings, as of lately, have been really bad. They're they're a historic franchise, so that might have been a little bit of an overreach. But if you're looking at it locally, they're really bad. They've got an ingrained fan base that's going to cheer for them no matter what. So, um, you know, there's that. I. I just think that's a little bit of a reach. You can't, you can't, it's, you can't compare apples and oranges, but you can't just say like, this is the worst sports team of all without looking at things like the Jacksonville Jaguars, without looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, without looking at, uh, the jets that are horribly, epically atrocious. Like, I I don't know. You got to look at some different things before you just come out and say like, they're they're in a playoff spot right now. The Coyotes are in a playoff spot right now. I mean, I know it's a young season, but like, come on, man! You're talking about against teams that 
that are years away from even smelling the playoffs and you're going to paint a picture that they're the worst. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think they, that the Coyotes need to win some more bigger games. They need to establish themselves as a presence, but, um, and, and get some, I think with their new management team, they have, I think they're going to make some better decisions and, and hopefully that, that transitions onto the ice and to come after the fan base too. He kind of came after the fan base. I, that's kind of it's hard for I don't me, know about that it's one. It's hard for me to fault anyone who doesn't live in the state of Arizona for coming after an Arizona sports fan base, though, because it, we've talked about this ad nauseum. It's a notoriously not only fair weather, but just uneducated and bad yeah. sports fan base in the state because we're so full of transplants. There, there are yeah. so few Arizona born and bred. I mean, in the winter time, our Edder- population triples. And then in the right. summer, it jumps right back down to whoever can withstand Nothing. what we've got yeah. going on here. But we just don't, we have no tradition. We have no history. People don't yeah. really care about sports franchises here. Not even really at like the college level where you kind of see some of that rabid fan activity from alums who've been here forever and, and believe sure. the colors of the school. That's, it just doesn't really exist here. So... I can't sure. fault, especially an outside analyst for looking at this and, and by default comparing it to what they know. Like you come from yeah. an East Coast, whatever. You come from Green Bay. You come from yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. You come from anywhere yeah. in the SEC where like these sure. things are ingrained in your DNA and then you come watch like a football game in State Farm Stadium where people are showing up midway through the first quarter and leaving in the third. <laughs> yeah. it, during like right. when your team is good, that's what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And half of the True. stands is the other team's colors. Like yeah. it's hard. It's hard to say anything other than something derogatory about the Arizona sports fan yeah. base. So I can't, I can't fault them for that. It's again, it's hyperbolic. Like you said, De- like defector media is full of guys who are extremely good at, writing the ridiculous hyperbolic stuff and making it plausible. Sure. It's kind of been their shtick for a while is they, they mm-hmm. just go all out with stuff. So I, like I understand where they're coming from with that too, but uh, so, so take it with a grain of salt, but I, I like the Arizona sports fan base is not good. We've talked about that for sure, but to, you know, just to go after them like that, like these are the people that even the, even the true bloods, I would say like us that are going to cheer for this is my team. Yeah, you can call them all that you want. You can call them the worst team ever. They're still my team. I'm still going to cheer yep. for them. It's like, man, we're helping pay for these guys. Like we're going to the games and we're cheering for them, regardless of the fact that we're we may be we may be the outcast in a home stadium <laughs> cheering for our own team, but we're still going to do it. Darn it, you know. So uh, I I don't know. It just seems like I don't know how much research was done into it. Like. We, probably enough, probably enough to, to formulate a good argument that he had. But also I was, uh, I was just kind of taken aback. That was, that was an interesting read, but just to get people worked up, which is good. Yeah. Number one goal of media, right? Is just make, get just people, get people worked, worked up. up, just get worked up about something. Mm-hmm. That's why we're just going to only talk about religion and politics from now on in our podcast. <laughs> just to get, to people, get people worked, worked up. up. <laughs> Coming up next, the top 10 religions in the world. <laughs> and why Ranked they're in all order of great and bad. best to worst. 
Marty, the mustache. The must. I mustache you about this. Oh, it's got. It, you've got the the handlebars working. It's getting there, dude. It's awfully close. Did you buy the wax? Everybody, we should. I'll just put it. Yeah, I've got. I've got yes. wax. I have learned some things, dude. I've learned some things about mustaches and waxes, ladies and gentlemen. I'll I'll post this on our Twitter this week. How about that? And and we'll 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 take a poll vote of what 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 to do with this thing when I get it worked out. So I I bought this wax, and it said, uh, you know, use a a pea sized amount. And roll it in your fingers, and then you you shape your mustache or shape your your facial hair how you how you want. Well, I fa- I learned a couple of things. Number one, uh, a pea sized is I think for your entire <laughs> facial hair because it is way too much, dude. I used way too much. I was just curling the mustache, right? So that was number one. Number two, uh, I don't think you roll it into a ball. I think you need to make it flat and just kind of like. You know, get it on your fingers just so enough you, to, you to kind of get the like curl going. You were kind of spinning and then curling, yeah. yeah? Yeah, and I think you just, you just, I just need to kind of make it kind of pulled out like okay. this. That, that's kind of where I'm, I'm going. That's what I'm going to try the next time. I haven't had a chance to really try it. I've just been kind of doing it because of the way I'm doing it now, just okay. without wax. <laughs> um, but I need to trim it again, too, because it's lopsided. So my, my facial hair is a wreck, guys. It's bad. Like, it's just... I was looking at it and everybody's like, no, it looks fine. And I'm like, ah, no, you're just being nice. It doesn't it, actually. I need it to, like, really make does it look, look fine. I trimmed it. I did trim it because it was looking really Vikingly <laughs> and long and, and it had a lot going on, bro. So I, I trimmed it up a little bit. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to trim it and make it, make this come out. Like okay. This, I'm what, what are you posting on the, what are you putting on the poll? Whether you keep it or get rid of it? Because we've already determined you're not getting rid of it. <laughs> oh okay so that was the executive that decision 100 percent. that thing is okay sticking around so what's the question then is it is it just what to do with it do i do i i think it's do i curl it or do i keep it straight out like this i mean i would pose the question as facial hair question mark and then the answers would be yes or great <laughs> mm-hmm. that's it that's your options like I think I think I think I think straight I think I'm gonna straighten it out because last time I curled them up I think I'm gonna straighten them out straight versus curl put it on the pole straight versus curl that's it straight versus curl is it is it a straight handlebar or is it a curled um is it curled up so this is curled up like this I don't know if I know. I don't think that's it. I think it's straight out like that. <laughs> Maybe one side straight and the other side curled so I can get a good so context for what we're doing here. Which one? Left <laughs> or right? Oh, my gosh. Brody, by next week, we'll have an answer on that. For closing us out for this week, what do you got number-wise? Dude, I've got a good number for us tonight. I've got 96. 96 is going to be our number. Because... On February the 21st, Lindsey Fry, who I think is awesome and an ambassador for hockey and an ambassador for the Arizona Coyotes, um, is and an Olympian and all of the above, is skating 96 miles, Mo, 96 miles on rollerblades across the valley and is raising $49,000 in memory of Leighton Nicardo, yeah. who passed away in August from her long battle with cancer and was a diehard Arizona fan. 
So Chelsea and I made our donation to the Arizona Coyotes Foundation. And I encourage all of our listeners to do the same. It helps promote the sport of hockey for girls in um, Arizona. And um, I can't believe Lindsay Fry is going to skate, dude. She's going to skate 96 miles, like 96. She's going to leave and skate for to all of the ice rinks in the valley and then end at Gila River Arena. That's crazy to me. So I'm going to count to 96. I, could, I think that's, I could that's beat it. that time on a skateboard. Well, that has that I has would, wheels, Dwight. Well, my feet don't, <laughs> and I could still crush that time. <laughs> I I didn't make the reference at first, and I was like, Mo, I saw you take two tries to get off the couch before. All right, you're not. I be- can't. <laughs> you're not beating her on a skateboard. From the desk to the couch at the moment. So you're not going 96 miles on a skateboard. 96 miles. Bring it home. <laughs> All right, and da 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 ten, and da 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 twenty, and da 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 twenty dollar bidder, and da 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 thirty, and da 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 thirty forty, where da 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 fifty dollar, and da 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 now sixty, and da 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 sixty dollar, and da 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 seventy, where da 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 now seventy, eighty, eighty, here da 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 now ninety, and da 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 ninety down, ninety five, here da 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 ninety five, ninety six, here da 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 sixty six, here da 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 ninety seven, and da 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 ninety seven dollar, here da 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 send da 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 ninety seven. Sold it. 96 miles, 96 miles. Lindsay Fry going to be skating for Layton. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you, Mo. It was good talking good to you. Good talking to you, too. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Brody and Mo In-Law Show Season 2. The game stops here. A tale of free agency. By the time we get done with this, I will have that a little bit more smooth, I anticipate. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at bmils2020 at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at in-law show. Otherwise, we'll see you all next time. Bye, guys. Bye.